Welcome to the Pretty Red ENT Show. It's your girl, Goddess Nikita, aka Pretty Red ENT. And if no one told you they loved you today, just know that I love you. I genuinely love you. Um, whole heart from one heart to another. Like, I love you. And I'm wishing the best for you. Like, anything that you want, I hope the universe just blesses your path. All right, so let's get into it today. I don't know what I'm really going to talk about today, but spiritually, guys, I know I'm always divinely guided and led. Um, Today, I really took my time out to tell the people that really, that impacted me in the past few years. Um, I'm talking about like the past maybe three, four years. Um. And really told them I loved them. And I told them why. Because I don't like when people just tell me they love me. Like, you got to tell me why. You miss me. You need to tell me why you miss me. Don't just say I miss you. Like, boy, do you send this out to everybody? <laughs> um, but no, I really told the people that I really love. I did some confessions, guys. Let me tell y'all about this. Let me clap for myself. As an Aries... In a Virgo moon. Virgo rules my emotions, okay? And so I remember I was talking to like one of my exes. He was like, I never knew that you felt like that. Like you just never said it out loud, but I was like, I I showed you the actions. So what more did you need to see if I gave you the actions more than speaking it? And he's like, I would have rather you said it than to speak it because I didn't know like really how you felt. I mean, I felt it, but I just didn't hear it. So I kind of needed to hear. So now I'm a person where I really be expressing my feelings. And, you know, as an Aries, we get down with that. But then sometimes we be expecting you just to know. And I feel like I be letting people know. But I really did some confessions. I was like, man, listen, this is the realest thing I'm going to ever say in life. And um, I really gave my, my heartfelt confessions out to people, and uh, a lot of a lot of them was my soul tribe. I was just telling them I loved them. I told a lot of people like why I loved them, um, and different stuff like that. And so I hope like if they're ever feeling down, that they really appreciate that. And my little sister was like, "How did you know this was going on?" And um, this is my baby sister, so. Um, like my actual real DNA blood sister. And um, she's like, I just love you, sissy. Like my little sister is just a really amazing beacon of love for real guys. Like, she, And she's a Scorpio, but that ain't got nothing to do with her attitude. Uh, <laughs> but that's still my baby sister. And I love her like always like um, for real, for real guys. And I really took the time out to tell people like, how much I really love whether they listen to my podcast or not because I know a few people don't listen to my podcast and I don't gave them an introduction and an outro and um so there's some of them to hear it, but I really wanted to make sure that they knew that I love them and um so you know um make a long story short I want to say something to you guys like you better appreciate the people that's in your life that show you love like Take a time out of your day to actually, like, send somebody a voice message. Like, even if, like, y'all might not be speaking, but you still love that person. I really think that you should take that time out and really tell them that you love them. 
And I remember like one day I bust out and uh, me and associate, uh, we were no longer talking. And I remember I sent her a message and I told her like, and I gave her a little motivational speech. And I told her I love her. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, despite whatever me and you went through, like, I still love you. If I ever, like, showed you love, it, it was genuine. And some people think love is a light switch. Stop thinking that, people. Love is not a light switch. It's not something where you could turn off and turn on. Like, once you make a love connection with a person, you always have that connection with them. Like, no lie. Like, you always have this connection. It can be turned up or it can be just mellow love. I don't believe that once you love someone, you stop loving them at that moment. Like, nah, that's not how that works. That's not how love works. That's not how the energy of love works. You can go down a frequency of love, but you're still made of love. Are you serious? It doesn't make sense. At some point, when I talk to people and I be telling them like about different things about love and stuff, and I be like, well, I don't think love is a light switch. I believe that it's always on. It just depends on the people who it's connected to. You both have a cord and you loved each other at one point in time. And so it's like, it was probably real bright. You were on that vibration of love. But now that like love is non-void and is no longer there, guess what happens? It's like... I don't dislike you or hate you. I still got love for you because it's all love. We are love. We are. I'm a loving being. So to me, if I ever showed you love and I told you I loved you, I will always love you. It's never hate. And I don't like people who think like, oh, you love somebody, you got to stop at that moment. Like technically, do you really stop? Is there still a chord? A I love you chord? Like love is a vibration. So if you told someone you love them, that means you gave them the, you approved them to be on a love vibration with you. So if love is a vibration and there's a chord there, you mean to tell me that you can turn this off? No, I believe that it's just, it's just not in love. It's like your love is not really entwined with them no more. I feel like you still love them, but you're, you're just not entwined. And, and that's okay. I just don't think love is a light switch, though. Like, hey, I can cut it off and cut it on. Like, nah, I don't love you no more. Like, nah, that's not how that works. That's not how love works. That's not how love works. Okay, guys? Like, for real. I remember, um, when was this? <laughs> I didn't have Malachi. And if you ever been in my apartment when I didn't have Malachi, you know exactly what I'm talking about, right? Um, I used to have on the wall a pretty red ENT, and my ex drew it, and, um, and I had it hanging on my wall, and I had like every card my ex sent to me. And I remember one day me and him was talking, and I was like, you know, one thing that really bothers me. He was like, about I said that it bothers me about people. He was like, what's up? I said that people think that love is a light switch. It really isn't. Like, I feel like once you say that you love someone, you have this connection with them. And I feel like it could just get brighter or it can just stay at the same tempo. I don't feel like love is a light switch. Like I'm cold cut cutting you off and I told you I loved you. Like, nah, I don't, I don't even deal with people who, who is like that. I don't know. That's weird to me. Like, I don't know. I just feel like love 
is not a light switch. And he told me, he said, you know what? I never even heard nobody say that besides you, but I feel you. And he said, because I got this motto of, you know, it's all love. And, um, and I was like, wow, that's really weird that your motto is all love. And I was like, my, my motto is love is not a light switch. I can't just turn it off and on like that. I, I, don't, I don't operate like that. But the love vibration don't operate like that. So why would I operate if I'm moving out of love? Like y'all have to understand what you're saying and really look behind the meaning of the things that you're saying. Like, so when you say that, oh, I don't love this person, but you used to tell this person all the time you love them. So you mean to tell me you just cut that switch off? Like, yeah, right. No, what happens is you're kind of upset, but, or you could just like, cause I know it's me. Like it's some people I will probably never deal with, but do I like hate them to the point where I don't think they need to receive no love? No, I'm not that hateful person. Uh, anybody who know me would tell you that. Like I, I appreciate people and I love people for maybe if it was a moment and let me clap for myself for that. I'm going to try to find this post that explains like everything that I've been like going through in, in life. And I have to learn a balance, guys. Like it's really a balance that you must learn when it comes to like really loving yourself and loving other people. Like you really got to have that balance, balance between like, how do you want to love? You feel me? Like, I don't know. I never really experience where I ain't never really had like any man I have ever talked to or dated. I ain't never heard a man say like, I hate you besides the father of my child, Malachi's dad. Um, but he hate me all because of my ex from Chicago, but that's neither here nor there. But at the same time, y'all know I'm a real, I don't entertain no, no fraudulent, no fake stuff. That's just what it is. And but if he keep it real, he would even say, like, I really... One day me and him had a real talk, and he was like, BMI, I can't really say that I hate you for real. I just felt like you played me. And I'm like, I could never play you if I always kept you real. I always told you, as soon as my man come home, I was going to be with him. So at some point, you just chose not to listen. Like, I always repped him. I, I ain't never, like, not rep my dude. Like, and so I have pictures of him, I got a free him shirt. <laughs> I made me, him, and his mom a free him shirt. You really thought I wasn't going to be with this man? You're acting crazy. I made this man a free cake, free him cake with his name on it. So it's like, you mad at me about something that I kept it real with you. So I don't know why you hate me for it, but it, it is what it is. But make a long story short, guys, like what I really have learned in life is like, Love is not a light switch. I, I don't know why I'm talking about it like this because people really, <laughs> I guess it kind of bothers my soul when I hear people say like, they don't love this person no more. And I'm like, how is that possible? You used to tell this person every single day you love them. Like, do you even realize this? But then you come to me, you talk about you're on this love vibration. You want a love vibration or are you on a hate vibration? Because if you're on a love vibration, you got to love everything about whoever came in your past. Maybe they were just there for that moment. And that's what I had to learn is that I was in people's life for a moment. I was never meant to be in your life forever. And when I learned the balance in that, like, oh, my gosh, guys, like it saved me a lot of heartaches. Like people don't understand that. Like, yes, I have been through times where. 
I used to cry because people didn't love me back the same way I loved them. Like real talk, like and and that's real. Like people who know me know that's real. Like yeah, but at the end of the day, what I've learned is is that sometimes I wasn't made to be in people's life forever. That's not what I'm here for. And once I separated the two and. I started like doing like real live healing work and just like really just tapping in, really getting to know me on a deeper level and a deeper plane. I was like, man, I I ain't even mad no more. <laughs> and I used to be upset. I don't think y'all understand. I used to be upset, but I ain't even mad no more. I feel like the people who needed me, they they needed me at that moment. And what I have learned recently is that they really, the people who, I felt like I gave a lot of love to really been like showing up and showing out, giving me like emotion um, to be like, I really love you. And this is why. And like, you just, you, you, I can't even take that, but it's you. So, okay guys, like I know I kind of like went on a rant, but pay attention to this. So, this is how I found out that I was like, you know what? <laughs> they don't talk about this. Astrologers need to talk about this because they really don't talk about this enough. And I really feel like this is what helped me out. And so maybe I'm helping someone else out. Like if you're wondering like why people come in my life and they just leave. And it's like I help them with something and they just leave. And it's like I don't have like permanent people. I'm going to tell you why. And this man, I don't know who this is. His name is D Breezy. Um, I'm thinking he's on maybe Twitter at XXDBreezy, B-R-E-Z-Y-X-X. Well, D as in dog after the XX. So I'm going to say it again. XXD as in dog, B as in boy, R-E-E-Z-Y-X-X. Y'all go follow him. I love the way he broke this Scorpio placements down that most people do not speak about, don't elaborate on i'm gonna make sure i elaborate on doing this it says having scorpio placements is difficult before you realize that most people are only supposed to experience you for a season and not for a second longer jesus let's clap for that (laughs) it sucks for us because we are forever people but always dealt temporary cars and i wouldn't say always but i will say like most of the time Okay, like if there was a percentage, one out of 100, I would probably say about a good 90. Okay, (laughs) it says you meet and become close with people who need some sort of change in a time of turbulence for them. You become a catalyst for the person um, person's change, aiding them through whatever transition they're making at that time. These can be friends, family, lovers. Just by being your true, authentic self, you're able to aid others into their own trans transition in a time their world may be crashing or about to crash because that's what you're good at navigating through chaos. We do this shit every day. That's exactly what he said. Um, He said, these very deep bonds are built on our end, but are not always exactly reciprocated by the person transitioning. And, as soon as they change, as soon as, and as soon as the change has been made in the said person or the transition has completed, 
The person continues their journey, usually without you. This leaves Scorpios feeling like they're inadequate or other negative feelings that sudden abandonment brings about a sudden, a sudden abandonment brings about. It makes it seems as if, if said person has switched up, but that's not the case at all. The case is you done your job. Mm, let me clap for that. <laughs> all right, guys, listen, it says the key to becoming okay with this very unfortunate phenomenon. <laughs> Y'all know me, even if it's a sad moment, you know, I got to make a joke about it. But it, this is what he wrote. Like, it says, it's knowing that you always, um, you'll always be blessed because just by being your true authentic self, you are, you're able to be an assistance to someone's assignment here on earth. You completed your assignment. You were the catalyst, the tower card that destroyed all of their old habits which made room for healthier ones that fit their new narrative. You got another whole star and that's why you'll be successful in anything that you got going on. And what they don't talk about is people with Scorpio placements. Like, okay, a Scorpio that came in the first house probably won't experience this as much. Okay. But people that came in in a Scorpio house and you got Scorpio placements in your chart, like maybe your Mars, maybe your Pluto, like baby, you know what I'm talking about. You know that sometimes like you really be in people's life only for a moment. And you were just there to help them. Like I remember, like I, I be telling people all the time, like I <laughs> sometimes being in people's life, guys, like, and I noticed like people really, is not a good friend the way that I am. And it's like, okay, but maybe I was just in their life to transition them through this next transition that they were going through. And that's okay. Like, and I realized it as, um, I used to call people like, and it'd be like random. Um, I used to call a person all the time on their birthday. And one particular time I called them, I was actually in a good mood on my birthday, but I actually called this person one time on their birthday and they were crying and they was like, I needed to talk to you. It's just your energy. I'm happy that you called me and we were just chit chatting it up and we talked about their problems. And I was like, I just want to let you know, like, I love you. And this is that. And this particular person, Um, won't get no airplay off on my ride, but they know who I'm talking about. Um, but this particular person was like very grateful at this moment. Now, did I do my, did I serve my purpose? Guys, I really did. I served my purpose. I was a really good friend to this person. Like, oh my gosh, like immaculate. But were they the same type of friend to me? No, not even one bit. And sometimes that's, the, I think that's the thing that they don't really talk about is the Scorpio placement. It's like, we be upset, guys. We be upset. You feel me? Like, yes, I have Scorpio deep in my birth chart. And it's in the right areas, guys. I can't lie about that. But it is what it is. Feel me? And I kind of get that. But they don't talk enough about, like, if you have Scorpio placements, what that really does. How this really affects you when it comes to, like, friends. But you do end up on... You do end up with a gold star, like he said. Like, you end up with a gold star. Every time I help someone through a transition, it's like the universe blessed me like, thank you. 
sometimes I get thank yous from people's family. Like, I don't think you understand, like, what I'm talking about. Like, if you are a psychic medium or you can hear people from different dimensions and different things like I can, half the time, like, when I'm talking to a person, I'm in their life for a second, either they kids, if they got spiritual kids that might need to be born or they might have got some abortions or sometimes, their kids come up to me and tell me, like, thank you for helping my mom. Like she was assigned to this person so you, so you gotta understand The kids really mess with me all the way Like 100 Mess with me So they break it down And tell me like different things About like Hey this person here They needed you um, Thank you for coming And talking to my mom I don't know how you do what you do But you do what you do And you do it best Only you can do that And I appreciate that Because my mom was assigned to somebody else But a lot of times Spiritual families come to me <laughs> I remember my soul sister, um, her grandma came to me like, um, can you tell her to pipe down just tap it on this right here? And I'm like, what? And so I was like, oh my gosh. I'm like, she got to stop. But her family thanked me. It was like, thank you for speaking with her. Like, but thanks for speaking the truth. Because a lot of people will come in and tell you something and it ain't even what your family said. And so your family be looking like, really? Like, I don't think y'all understand that. Like, when sometimes y'all talking and y'all feel like I'm not listening, I'm listening to five conversations at one time. I could be talking to you, listening to you 100%, and you think I'm not focused, but yet your whole ancestors are having a moment talking to me. I have five people at one time talking to me for you, and I'm like, oh my gosh. And so I used to be overwhelmed by that, but I'm not no more. So it's kind of like, okay, if you can understand that I'm paying attention to your conversation and then some people be like, I don't think you're paying attention. And I'll repeat back every single word they say to me. They be like, bro, that's spooky. I said, that's kind of like the baby driver. If you ever seen the movie baby driver when he had on a music and they didn't think he was listening and then he turned the music off and started telling them every single word they said down to a T, that's me. So I'm always paying attention sometimes, guys, is I could just be, I'm listening to a different conversation, not saying that I didn't hear you because I definitely heard you. That's not the problem. I'm also listening to different conversations from different people that's talking to me to try to help you out. And half the time, like when I be talking to people, guys, like a lot of people, if they like, say for instance, I'm talking to somebody and the person who crossed over, they know me. Bro, they prob- they're coming up to me, kissing me, and-, and telling me they love me, like how much they love me, how much they appreciate me. They're like, man, I wish we would have spent more time together down there, but I know you're not, and I, I-, I don't think we could at that time, but hey, like, I-, I love you. And that's half the time that's what would be going on. I'm like, oh my gosh, I just love you. I just love, 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 love you. And I'm like, oh my gosh, they're just giving me kisses. Like in the spiritual realm, they're just giving me kisses and showing me love, that they know me. Okay, because I don't allow everybody to touch me. You got to get understand some my representatives be on it, and especially my main representative. He don't like it, okay? <laughs> but nah, for real though. Like, he, he don't be playing no games. But um, make a long story short, guys. Like, I really... I really want y'all to know, like, if you have Scorpio placements, bro, and you under and you go through what I went through, like, sometimes you wonder, like, why people don't stick in your life. It ain't because they not supposed to stick. The people that's supposed to stick, gonna stick. 
and it's up and it's stuck and it's around in this book. That's the only thing I'm gonna say. But it, they there. Like I'm telling you, when I called it in from the universe about my soul child, the universe made it very clear who it was. Like, yep, here you go. Like, but y'all all need space. <laughs> and I'll be like, you definitely need space. You're sensitive. And I'll be telling people that, like, yeah, I'm sensitive. I don't care about me being sensitive and you don't like that I express that I'm sensitive. I'm going to tell you I'm sensitive. Anytime I'm speaking from my heart space, you're going to know that I'm sensitive. So I always speak the truth and I always show love to the people who show me love. And if I feel like, if I feel like you showing me love and you're being who you authentically are, um, I'm going to show you love back. So I want to tell y'all what's been going on with me for the past like week and a half. And it's really, it's not crazy. It's really an amazing feeling. So I was listening to this girl go live. Um, I, by the way, I love her. She's like one of my favorite tarot readers. She's like one of the first people like I followed as a tarot reader. Like, I don't even know. She know I'm a fan, uh, <laughs> but I'm definitely a big fan of hers. Okay. And, um, I was listening to her and another person talking and they were asking like, well, how do you deal with someone with dark energy? And she's like, she don't even deal with them. I disagree. And I kind of got my confirmation last night. I got a phone call from one of my guy friends. Um, and I know what he be on. He knows spiritually. I know what he be on. Like I know would he be on? And he'd be on demon time at all times. Like he has no care about that. But he told me something. I was like, you needed to send me that in a voice deck. Cause I would have played it. He was like, if you would have said my voice, everybody in the city would have known. But you know, I don't really care when it comes to you. Like if, if you need it, I'll do it for you. I don't care about that. But these niggas know. And I started laughing. But um, nah, all jokes aside, he was like, I know I feel like I'm a demon because I do be on demon time and you know what that means. I don't have to explain that to you, but you always see the light in me and I never knew there was any light in me at all until I talked to you. Like you're willing to talk to people that's in the dark. Most spiritual people will not do that. You willing to do that. Like, in like I'm assistant to you, like, and I, and I can't express like how much I love you. Like, for real, you my best friend. I don't heard from like five guys. I'm really their best friend. They consider me their best friend. Like, and I love men. Like, I don't know. Like, even in high school, I would prefer to be like chilling with the dudes than chilling with girls. I felt like females was a little messy back in high school. But I would rather chill with the dudes because it was like I was cool with them. Like, I don't know. I got brothers. So y'all got to understand something. I got brothers, plural. And I'm always around them. I, I really like chilling around them. Not to say I don't like chilling around my sisters, but I, I love my brothers because they give me a different love. Um, anyways, but when he really was going in, he was like, you helped me with my girlfriend. Like, you helped me in situations where I really need help. I was, like, freaking out. And you really took your time out to really love me, like, and actually help me. Like, you real life helped me spiritually, physically, mentally, soulfully, all of that. And he said, the song for you is at your best. You are love. And I just cry. And I'm starting to cry now, guys. Like, cause we started singing on the phone. Like ever since I've known this young man, 
I've been knowing him since I, my pre-red ENT days. He's like, because I met you when you was just this tall, skinny girl, like with long hair, beautiful, like, and you were still the same person that you are today. Besides, you got to upgrade, like you really in tune. Not to say you weren't in tune then, but you really in tune now. And I I, I really love you. And, and me and him started singing it at the best, you are love. He was like, sing it. And then I sung it because... I don't know, like some people bring, if I don't sing in front of you, I don't feel safe. And so he always, even though like some people might feel like he is a demon, which he does have a dark energy on him. I don't see that in him. I see the light in him. And so I brought that out of him and he basically told me that. And he was like, I don't never want you to stop talking to people who feel like they are a demon or who feels like they're on demon time, or people who are in the dark, like dark energies, because we need you. We need your light, like for us to see our way through, like, and you are an amazing person, and I don't never want to change that, and he was like, really? <laughs> he really went in, guys. I don't think y'all understand to the point where, like, he really... Like, it was just an amazing... Anytime I talk to him, it's really an amazing time. I can't even lie. Like, and I do see, and I know, and I talk to people who actually, like, used to date him and talk to him. They're like, man, he he like this. I'm like, man, this is the most sweetest dude ever. He is a sweetheart. I don't know if he want me to tell that, but I don't care at this point. So, girls, if you like him, just know for real, for real, he a sweetheart. Like, when he loved, he loved genuinely. Like, and that's one thing I can say about him, like... You know, and then I always sing a song that got his name in it because I was like, yeah, I like this song reminded me of you. And he began week, he was like, man, you know this song. I'm going to know this song. I used to sing this song to my godson all the time when he was younger. Like when he was like one or two, I used to have my godson all the time in the car with me, um, Jazzie. And I used to always have him in the car with me. And I always used to sing to him. And he used to love it. Like, oh my gosh, he used to smell so big. And he was just so cute. My little Jazzy. Now he's so old. I'm like, oh man, I wish I could still pick you up. <laughs> but now, nah, um, you know me, you know I love my God kids. So, you know, I love my God kids like I love my son. But my God kids is my son. So, my God kids, you feel me? But um, anyways, I do love them. Um, but I heard that from him. And then I heard from like one of my other guy friends. Um, he was telling me how much... He's like, man, for real, for real, would you just mind being my best friend? I was like, sure. He was like, I treasure you as a friend. And I didn't, I didn't really treasure you as much as I should have while you were being my real friend, like in action. But I'm willing to do whatever now. And I can see that you don't want me anymore, <laughs> but I want to still be your best friend. Like you call me, you need anything. Like I'm talking about anything. It's on the flow. Like, I don't care. You better not call my phone. Cause I don't care if you write or wrong, you're going to be right. But what he don't know is I remember one day I was in a situation and I need to like get picked up. He called me. He's like, where are you at? I'll come get you. And I'm like, man, I'm over here. I don't really know. But that's when, um, iPhones really ain't had that location then. So I really couldn't send him my location when this was really going on. I'm like, man, <laughs> I need to get picked up sap. Like, cause I don't know what's going on with these females, but I need to get picked up. And he called me 
And he was like, at that moment, he really was like a good friend. He didn't even know. I'm like, man, I need to get picked up, bro. It was, I've never been hated on as a big girl by a skinny girl that way. Like, what you mad at me for? Like, I didn't bring no cash because I got on cash and my, my suit looks like real money. But you mad at me because the, the top stripper on the stripper up there in Dayton came down off the pole just to give me a hug. Like, are you serious? You mad because I know Shorty? Like, and you you a stripper? Like, come on, bro. Don't be on that. Like, so make a long story short, guys. Like, story short, guys. Like, all in all, I really love the people that love me. And I've been really getting some real love. I've been experiencing people saying, Kida, I'll never doubt you ever again. And I'm like, what do you mean you'll never doubt me ever again? You know, the stuff that you talk about, you preach about. I'm like, what am I talking about preaching about? Because half the time, I'm not even some of these people's spiritual guys. But I assist because I can do that. I have enough time to do what I do. But they were like, you know, I used to doubt what you were, what you believe in. And I'm kind of thinking like, what do you think I believe in? Because then it's like, I don't want to be a dick to you. I want to make sure that you actually believe in what I believe in. And what I believe in is really spirituality. And spirituality is knowing yourself. It's your spirit, not my spirit, your spirit. So if you ain't tapped into your spirit, then something's wrong. So I'll just be trying to make sure I clarify that for people. But I have been having like a few people come up to me and tell me like they really appreciate me. They don't want me to stop doing what I do and spreading the word. And um, just like different things like they actually like. I guess they really doubted me and I don't even know how to explain it is what really threw me off when I heard some people say it. it's like it's kind of like they really doubted me but in a way they didn't because they was curious but they wanted to see if it actually really worked and if you actually really do the work it does work it's it's a fantastic thing like if you actually really do the inner child healing that works Guys, I don't know what people telling you actually really do it for real. If you go on a self-love journey, if you go on a spiritual journey, if you go on a love journey, guys, which, you know, I'm kind of towards the end of my love journey, but my love journey is forever. (laughs) But those are different journeys and they do different things. They bring out different parts of you that you probably never even really knew existed until you actually really start doing that going on a healing journey. Healing journey is something totally different. And that's a beautiful journey. Like, man, you start to discover parts of yourself that you denied and that needs healing. And I always tell people that like, I'm, I'm a, I'm a person where I'm always about like personal healing. How do you heal this? I'll give you the recipe if I can figure it out for you. But, you know, if you know me, you know me. But I've been getting a lot of people saying, too, like, how do you know that? And I'm like, I know. When I know I know something, I know it. I just don't never doubt myself. I never. I The one thing that I can probably say that I probably wish I could take back is allowing people And having people to tell me when and where I can have a conversation and what to say and what not to say in front of people. I don't do that no more. I speak my mind freely and I don't stop until I get it out because that's what God said. 
That's what the universe told me to do. That's what Mother Earth told me. You are neither one of them. So I speak and talk how I want to, when I want to, and who I am told to give a message to. I cannot emphasize this enough. Like, guys, like, I'm even a person where, you know, my son might talk. I listen. Because our kids are, they're still connected to heaven. They're tapped in. Like, I have conversations with my son that most people don't even realize. Like, they be like, what? Like, yes, like me and my son, we have an amazing talk. I talk to children like that. I remember... I remember this one day I, I wasn't I didn't have Malachi yet I was probably maybe 23 24 and I remember I was over at my best friend house I don't know how old my my is from that time but my my which is my goddaughter that's my baby guys like and she had Aries I love her I remember I was sitting down on the steps and I was crying and my baby came up to me like and wiped my tears away and she told me I love you She's like, I love you, mama. She's like, I love you, God, mom. God, mom. I think she's like, I love you, God, mom. God, mama. <laughs> she was so cute. And she wiped my tears away. She told me, I love you. Everything is going to be all right. Like, what did that tell me as a person? That spirit's always working. Even if it's through a child, like, I got my message that I was going to be all right. And literally, like, probably like a week later, <laughs> Shout out to, um, you know, William. If you know William in my lifetime, um, you know, I, I hold William at a different standard than most people. And um, that's when William came and got me. And we went to Florida and like we balled out of control, me, him, his niece. Like it was a really amazing time. I played space and they still couldn't beat me, but that's neither here nor there. I don't care what state I'm in, baby. The spade hand right here is immaculate. Okay. Shout out to the spades hands over here. But nah, guys, like for real. And my goddaughters did that to me. And that did something else different to me. That let, I mean, at that moment, just even just looking back at that moment and um, seeing her, how beautiful she was. And like an actual, I think my goddaughter had to be like three or four, man. She wasn't that old. Like she wasn't that big either. Like, but she wasn't like fluently talking either. And she came up and told me she loved me, like, and she wiped away my tears. Like, she was just a beautiful beacon of light. Like, I, the way I loved on her was a little bit different, too. Like, I just, oh, I always carried her around. That was like my little baby, for real, for real. Like, my mom was my baby, even though my best friend had her. And my mom was my baby, baby. And when I mean that, I really mean, like, my mom was my baby. I really... I love that little girl. Um, her, Jazzy, and Mary, um, they really got to experience the real version of like the guy mom. Cause I always had Mary, and Mary ne- Mary used to spit on everybody when she was a baby, but she never spit on me. They like, why she won't spit on you? I was like, cause she my goddaughter. What do you mean? Why would she spit on me? I don't treat her like that. And um, but that Mary's like my like my baby my first baby and I love her so much like I ain't gonna lie to y'all like Mary is a beautiful human being and I love her and I pray that she you know whatever she decides she's gonna do with her life like I support her on her journey but guys like 
I want to tell y'all that, like, make sure y'all not disowning y'all kids and stuff like that. Like, cause y'all kids be tapped into heaven and they can give y'all messages a lot faster than anything else. Like, it's so beautiful, like, to actually really be a um, a beacon of like. I'm, I was always, I always loved kids, even when I didn't have no kids. If y'all didn't know that, like, I really did. Like, everybody kid was my kid when I didn't have a kid. <laughs> like, even down to, like, my nieces, um, Zoria and Zamaya, like, yeah. Them two right there, them, them was my kids for real. Even though Tosh had them, they was my kids. I always had Zamaya. Like, Zoria always been Zoria, but Zamaya... Zamaya and Zarya was both my babies for real Like I ain't gonna lie Like I love them equally Like and it's like really crazy But Zamaya spent a lot of time with her though So it was a little bit I call her Bao That's my baby And um, I just be happy that They are experiencing life The way that they need to um, And that they open their heart for love And to receive love And to be loved And they don't allow nobody else to tarnish them when it comes to love because the way they love is very pure and people need to experience that love. And all the great things I recently heard that they're doing, I'm like, oh my gosh, I'm so happy. Like, I don't think people understand like really how happy I am to, to know that they are happy and that they are doing good. And I hope that love finds them in the way that they need to be loved on and it's it's a beautiful thing guys like I gotta say that but this is what brings me joy it makes me happy for real and um you know like guys like I always tell people at the end of the day when it's all said and done like if I ever had love for your kids I'm gonna still have love for your kids your kids ain't never do nothing to me you might have did something but your kids ain't do nothing and I remember like one day I ran into a girl like me and, me and her was not cool, but she didn't want me to talk to her child. And her child is standing up there like, TT, and I'm like, what the hell? Like, because her dad stayed in my building and I'm like, hold on, bro. Like, he's like, I really, and her dad used to say, I really wish that y'all get back cool. Like, I don't know what's going on, but my daughter misses you. And she don't want my daughter to talk to you, but my daughter misses you. I don't know how to fill that void. Whatever you do with my daughter, you, I don't know. And it was like a quick moment in the elevator. And I asked him if I could give her a hug. And he was like, yeah, give her a hug. And I was like, just know I always love you. Anytime you call me, I'm going to come for you. Like, because I love you. Like, I, I always like showed her love. Like, no matter like if her mama was beefing with me or not because I don't I don't beef with people uh but her mama was beefing with me and had a problem I would never take my child away from someone and say nah you can't speak to them because I'm not cool with you I ain't that person just because I might have an issue with you does not mean that I do not love you I just have a personal issue with you that's it but I would never tell you, like, if you see my son out for my son not to speak to you. I'm not that type of person. I'll never be that type of person. So I just want to make clarify that, like, for certain people. Like, if you mad at someone, you can't, like, if you know your child got a bond with them, guys, like, don't take your child from that person. 
Because you might not know spiritually they might be connected to that person. Or they might need that love that person got in them to help them out later on in life. You don't want to take your child away from somebody who they really love for real. And when I found out that she actually said that out of her mouth, that really did something different to me. Because I'm like, girl, <laughs> I was the only person that came to see you in a hospital. I'm the one who told you who the daddy was before you even did your tests. You feel me? Like, are you serious right now? <laughs> like, I don't babysit your daughter for free, bro. Like, are you serious? Like, I like kicking with your daughter all the time. Like, you can't tell your daughter not to come talk to me. She's used to coming and speaking to me. She's used to hugging me. She's used to anytime she see me, I hug her. Like, are you for real? You want your daughter to stop? Like, no, I don't want to do that. So I always tell people, like, no matter Anything with me and you got going on, if you have a relationship with my son, then you have a relationship with my son that has nothing to do with me. And if you don't have a relationship with my son and you want a relationship with with my son, that's something that you got to work on. That's not me. And I don't want nobody to feel bad because I did used to. And I wanna, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to speak on it because I know some people feel like I feel like sometimes before you had your child, because I had my child kind of late. I had my son at 26. So... Imagine me being from 10 to 26, taking care of other people's kids, messing with other people's kids, playing with other people's kids to the point where my son was born and not really that many people mess with my son the way that I mess with them. A lot of, a lot of times people don't know, like, we probably ain't cool to this day, probably because you ain't got no relationship with my son. <laughs> like, and that ain't to, to be mean or to be rude. It's just, it's honest. Like, if I see you ain't messing with my son the way I mess with your kids, like, I really ain't, that means you use me, and I'm really cool on you, like, and that's fine, that's dandy, hey, I go, no, I had all this extra stuff I was doing, I was out partying and living my best life, traveling and everything, and I still made time for your kids, your kids know me, so if my son don't know you and know you by name, and you wonder why me and you ain't talk. That's probably one of the reasons why we ain't talking for real to this day. And I know some people have been putting in work with people and being friends to them, like taking care of their kids and like actually being there for people, kids. Like, and actually, like, it's been times that I could have went out and I don't watch people, kids instead of actually going out. And I did it just because I'm like, you know what? Go have some fun. I don't know how I feel to not have fun, but. When I have a child, but I do now, like when I might want to go out, like I remember when I was trying to get out of my depression, right when I had Malachi, I had nobody really willing to watch my son to the point where I trust this person to watch my son while I go out. Nah, <laughs> it wasn't too many of them people, but it wasn't too many people who offered either. And I know that guys, like I know it's some parents out there that's listening to my thing and, and the baby blues, like, bro, like if you if you feel like you got baby blues, are you depressed? Are you major depressed? Your emotions going up and down? Call me. I help you. I have no problem in helping you. I just won't do your job, but I will assist you. I mean, I would do my best because I know how it feels to not have help. I know how it feels to be depressed right after having a child. I know how it feels to be on a roller coaster and you don't know who the hell going to help you out. You feel me? Like, yeah, sometimes you might got somebody there, but they're not helping you exactly the way you need. Call me. 
I have no problem in talking with you. When I say none, I literally mean none. Because I know how it feels and I'm like, you know what? Nobody really knew I had baby blues. Nobody really knew I was majorly depressed. Until you hear me say it like out loud, like, hey, my face card was always hitting. Boom. You never knew anything. You, I had that, man, I played poker so good to the point where you'd be like, what? Her poker face off the chain. Like, yes, baby, if this poker face is off the chain and it does not play no games, you would have never known I was depressed. I remember... I told a person I was depressed. They was like, what? Like, I, I couldn't believe that. Like, I never, I never knew that. And I'm like, yeah, that was major. I was going through major depression at the time that you knew me. And they were like, I'm sorry. I could have been there to assist you. Could have been here to help you. Um, Like, I, I used to stay in a house. People didn't understand. Like, if it didn't come to my son, I was happy about my son. I, my son was the only thing that made me happy. Anything outside of him, I was just sad. So I always tell people, like, if you know me during my depression stage, then you actually really, and you didn't know I was depressed, that means, like, were you really paying attention to me? Because anytime that you was depressed, I knew you was depressed. Anytime I might have knew you had baby blues, I knew you had baby blues. And I'm telling y'all, like, for my son, most of the people who knew me know, and people who live close by me, it's crazy. People who even live close by me, they didn't even come see me. They didn't see Malachi to Malachi turn one. You didn't see Malachi unless I posted him on Facebook. And I did it for a reason to show people, like, a lot of y'all thrive off social media. I'm a real life in town. I'm like real life. And if you know anything about my story about after I had Malachi, I lost my ex-boyfriend and I lost my best friend. Like, now nah, I don't care about no NFF. Ain't nobody my best friend besides Slick Babes. And if you know who Slick Babes is, that was my best friend. I lost my best friend that day. Like, and wholeheartedly, like, bro, like, that, I lost them back to back. And it was like, wow, like, okay, so I lost my angel. <laughs> and then I lost my best friend. Like, back to back, like, what type of weird stuff is that? But the only thing that used to keep me comfort while I was pregnant with my son was listening to my ex-boyfriend music. I love the way he rapped. It was just funny. Um, but my son used to like it. It was really weird. Like, it was like, okay, he'd be acting crazy in my stomach, and then I'd play my ex-boyfriend's music, and he just start like, bobbing to it like what the bro like i'm not on you and dude right now but all jokes aside people like check on your depressed friends check on the friends that y'all might see their house dirty because i'm and i'm a i'm a person i don't keep it all the way real when i was real depressed i very rarely cleaned up they don't talk about that depression signs of depression guys i don't know who i'm talking to i know a few people be depressed. But signs of depressions is people who don't clean up, people who don't come outside the way they used to, people who don't do their hair. If you see your friend and you don't see her hair done and usually she has her hair done, she might be a little depressed. Are you going to take your time out to do your friend hair? I'm that friend. Oh, my friend hair ain't done. Like, and if you ever got your hair done by me, you know, I don't play no games. Like, uh-uh, baby, I'm going to get you together. And especially if I got them curling hairs, oh, baby, curl with the curling hairs. Hold on. Give me a clap for that. <laughs> I love me. And I'm truthful. Like, when it come to curling hairs, oh, yeah, baby, I'm a, 
Look at the flick of the wrist. Look at the flick of the wrist. Yeah, I'm cold with the curling irons. I'm actually good with flat irons now, but when it comes to curling irons, yeah, that's my specialty. Oh, baby, I love me a curling iron. Oof. Give me an original one. Thick, small, don't matter. It depends on what kind of texture of hair you got. But I always have a habit of, like, if I see my friends and I see they said they did their hair back in the day, and if they say anything else, they lying. I don't did at least all my friends, old friends, people I used to be associated with, it, they all got their hair done by me. And I slayed them every single time. I never was on no snake stuff. I'm hating on them because I done had a few people do my hair and burn it off because they was hating. Girl, you ain't doing nothing but making my hair grow back. You must not see my daddy. <laughs> Okay, like my daddy got fast growing hair. What do you think I'm going to have, dummy? But you just wasted your time and your energy cut it, trying to be funny. And I, I really needed help. So you imagine like how, what kind of karma you get when I release that. You feel me? Like when I did release that, like, yeah, that person received that karma back. Like, come on, bro. I don't, I don't do nothing to hate. But you know what? Even though Shorty burnt my hair, guess what I did to her? Slater. Because I'm going to show you, even though you show me hate, I'm going to show you love. Because I ain't got time to hate. That take too much energy. I ain't going to show you the same energy because you don't even deserve the same energy you gave me. I'm going to show you love. Show me love. I love that um, Alicia Keys song. But no, for real though. If you know me, you know I'm not lying when I say that. I'm not lying. Not one moment. Not one minute. It's the most truthful thing I can actually speak. But guys, you know, I study psychology Major depression is something totally different. Depression is is something different, but major depression, and that's what I suffer from, was major depression. And when I tell most people who used to be associated with me like that, and I remember me and one of my old associates, I told her, I was like, you know, I was going through major depression. She's like, I did not know that. And she started crying. She's like, because I would have did something to help you come out the house. Like, I was like, it is what it is. I made it through. I'm here to speak and help people come up out of major depression. Stop claiming it. But at some point, you got to acknowledge that you even in depression. I never wanted to acknowledge that I was depressed. And then it was even to the point where my ex died on the West Side. I didn't even want to live on the West Side. I didn't go to the West Side for two, three years, bro. I would avoid the West Side at all costs because he died over there. Because every time I rolled past, I used to see him standing there singing. I'm like, it, at that time it was spooky, but now that like I'm the spiritual person I am, I probably wouldn't have. I don't like when I drive past there and I see him standing there dancing and singing. I just we and him just laugh, and I, I'm not too spooked out about it. But I was really freaked out about it because death hits me a little bit different than most people, and I'm like, oh my god. <laughs> Like, and I was like, oh my gosh, like he always used to bring me light and bring me joy for real. And um, like whether me and him was together or not, like he always was very joyful to me. Like he used to call and sing to me on the phone. And I remember like one day he, like he actually knew he was going to die. And I don't think people understand that. Like Aries people, they know when they coming in and about to leave. I don't know why they just do. But I remember he was telling me, he was like, it was probably like maybe like six months before he like passed away. He was like, man, I really want to leave a baby back with you. Like, I really like, you don't think you want to have a baby, like link up and like try to have a baby. I want to leave a baby with you. I'm like, I want that attachment with you. I know that if my baby's with you, my baby going to be all right. But I'm like, why would you want to have a baby with me and leave me with this baby? What type of shit is that? Like, no, I don't want that. 
And I was like, nah, like, you know, I don't really want to do with you, but man, like, that's really my guy, y'all. Like, I, I shout out to him. You feel me? Like, uh, rest in power always, like, because he was always an angel. Anytime I was around him, I helped him out. Something good happened to me. Like, it'd be really weird. It'd be like how I be with people. Like, I'll come around you real quick and something good happens to you. That's how it was with him. And I'm like, oh, my gosh. Like, and just being around him let me know, like, there's real love in this world and that love is not a light switch. Because no matter what, he always told me he loved me no matter who he was around or he was always looking out for me. And he still do. So I'm like, oh, like he's so beautiful. But I did. I, I was major depression. I was already depressed. And I'm like, man, I need to get out of the situation that I'm in. And then I find out my best friend died. And the way I found out, really, I didn't deal with my emotions at that time. I tried to deal with them as an Aries. And that wasn't working. It wasn't working out right. And um, I ended up getting counseling, guys. I want to make sure that... It, Y'all actually understand about counseling and how important mental health is. Like, I don't know why I'm talking about this. I know, like, hey, I'll be going over sometimes. But virtual reality, guys, like, mental health in the black community and any community, brown, white, yellow, you know, pink, purple. <laughs> you know, I got to always add the colors in there. Mental health is very important. And I think like if you don't have a counselor, you need a counselor. I do do counseling sessions, but you got to pay for that because my soul sister be on it. And I can't keep giving stuff away. And she's spiritually yelling at me like, stop doing that. Because um, this ain't that. But actual reality, like for real, guys, like mental health is serious. And you should really take it very seriously because it really had a chokehold on me at one point of time. And I was like, I never allow myself to go back in that same position. So I always used to tell people like, if you see your friend's car dirty and they really not a dirty person, help them clean their car. Do not talk about nobody at all. I remember when I was going through depression, um, my guy friend who called me his best friend, um, he asked me to borrow my car and I was like, yeah. And he went and cleaned my car for me. And he was like, I want to clean your car for you just to show you, like, I appreciate you for letting me borrow your car. But I noticed, like, it was a little messy, but I just wanted to clean it for you to, just to show you I, I appreciate you and I love you. And I, you know what? And that was what's up for real, for real. And I don't think he, he know he did that for me when I was going through major depression. Like, me and him haven't even, like, really talked. I'm like, man, you know, when I was talking to you, I was really depressed. But he really helped me out. Like, real talk. Like, he really, like, went and cleaned my car out for me. And everything, and I'm like, oh my gosh! And I remember, I was like, how long am I gonna sit in this sit in this pile of depression? Like, this is not what I wanted my life to be. <laughs> when I was at that moment, and now, like, that I'm where I'm at now, I'm like, well, I came a long way, baby. I'm proud of you. <laughs> I'm very proud of myself. I'm proud that. I'm able to like help people. I'm proud that I'm able to recognize signs because a lot of people don't take their time out and actually recognize a sign of when your friend is being is going through depression. Instead, you got some people making fun of people. Like I remember I walked inside this girl's house and her house was like dirty. I never once said anything to her. I just started helping cleaning up her house. And the one thing she told me, she was like, thank you. 
and I hugged her and I'm very intimate with my friends, like no homo, but I hugged her and I let her lay on my, um, my lap, her head on my lap. And I was just telling her like, we were just sitting here kicking in. We was talking about everything. And she was like, I just appreciate you because I was just down and out and I didn't know how to get where I was going. And you just came in here and just helped me. You ain't make fun of me or nothing. You helped me. Stop making fun of people that might be borderline depressed and major depression. Oh, you don't never know when a person is going through major depression. Not less. They don't know. I'm telling you when I was dealing with my counselor, she was like, listen, when I first talked to you, I would have thought that you wasn't depressed. She's like, bro, you have a serious poker face. I said, I do, I do, I do. And I thank her so much. And she was like a very beautiful beacon of light. Like she helped me like out with this whole transition, even with my son and me working full time and not really getting to spend the time that I wanted to with my son because America does not allow us to bond with our children. You give us two, three months, like that's another bond with our newborn child. No, that it is not. Hello, let me clap for that. That is not enough time. No, that is not enough time for us to bond with our children. We need at least a year paid, paid year to bond with our children as a mom. Like, and we should be paid. Like, no lie. I even say up to six months. If they don't want to give us three, at least give us six months with our children. We need that. That helps us out with a lot of things. I'm telling you, I went back into work. My baby daddy done <laughs> spent the milk money. And I'm like, what type of weird? I'm so much crazy stuff happened to me. Like right when I went back to work after that three months. And it was like, I didn't have enough time to actually sit there and deal with my mental health and deal with my emotions at the same time as being a single parent. Are you serious right now? You feel me? Like people don't understand that. Like that stuff is, they don't talk about mental health as much as they really should guys. And I want to take my time out to really talk to y'all about like people who, what you can look for, for people who could be going through depression. Like I'm telling you the first few signs is one their house might be dirty. You might think that, hey, this person's a dirty person, but in actual reality, this person might not be a dirty person. This person might be actually experiencing depression. Here you go talking about a person. Oh, this person's just dirty, but you ain't helped this person clean up. My mom always said, if you're going to talk about somebody, you better help them. Whatever you talk about, you better help them because you can't talk about somebody without helping them. Like that's that kind of redundant. So... If you see your friend's house not dirty and you love this friend, come clean up. Take your time out to clean up. Clean up their car. You know your friend like to get her hair done and you notice like she ain't got her hair done in a while. Take your time out. Do your friend hair. What's, what's the flat iron your friend hair? That's nothing. Like if you know how to really do hair, then really do your friend hair. Don't charge her. Tell her you love her. Take her on a friend date. Take her on a spa date or him or her. You know what I'm saying? Like, y'all really got to be looking for that. And guys, the sign of depression with guys is it could be their clothes they wear. It could be um, their faces. And what I mean by that is like, gosh, I'm trying to, (laughs) the other day I was talking to one of my friends. He was depressed. I was like, oh my gosh, like, bro, like, do you know your lines on your face is speaking to me? 
And he was like, what? I was like, yeah, like, like the lines on your face is saying like you're depressed and how that comes off of they start drinking a whole lot more than they usually do. And sometimes it's drinking so much to the point where they're working and drinking like what? Pay attention, guys, like because men, guys, we got to start loving our men too. white, black, brown, whoever. Like I love black men. I love white men. I love them all. But I love my black men. You feel me? Like I love y'all black men. If no one told you today they love y'all, y'all heard it from me. I love y'all. I appreciate y'all. Y'all what keeps the world going around, keeps the world safe besides the divine film. But we love y'all. I pay attention to when guys be depressed. They have a whole different way of how they do it. Some might overdulge in smoking. They're overdulging in different things. Some of them might eat too much. Some of them might eat too less. Some of them might not eat at all, and they just going. Some of them use so much energy to the point where I'm noticing that they're beaming. And if you know what I'm talking about, a beaming soul inside of a physical body, you know what I'm talking about. It's like, like, dude, take your butt to sleep. If people not going to sleep, they popping pills a lot. Like, come on. Like, this is a clear sign like of depression, like for real. And I'm, I'm going to tell y'all like mental health is serious and depression is serious. So make sure y'all tap in and tap in with the people that y'all love and, and check on them. It's very highly important. Like I'm telling y'all, like I am one of the cleanest people you will ever come across. If you come across something that's clear, I might be being petty right now because I don't believe in cleaning up after grown people. I remember one time I was giving rides to people in my white um, Hyundai and people used to leave stuff in my back seat. So I used to keep it there. And they were talking about, oh, and I remember somebody was eating fun sunflower seeds that kids was. I'll keep your car dirty. I said, my car dirty? But you're trying to say that, uh, so whose sunflower seeds is those in my back seat? Because my son don't eat sunflower seeds. I don't eat sunflower seeds. So whose sunflower seeds is in the back of my seat? I just wanted you to see what mess you leave in my car. It ain't me. Because obviously you see the front seat. My seat is very clean. The passenger seat is clean. The back seat's all messed up. I know what my son does. But at the same time, like, hello. Did you not know that you left this bottle, this bottle, this sunflower seeds? Oh, did you know that we had McDonald's and that your kids left their McDonald's? I only have one son. And he don't even get the wrapper. I give him the burger. So I'm really confused on what's going on and why you trying to blame my child instead of blaming your own. And so I always tell people that, like, guys, like, mental health is very serious. But I always hold people accountable. Like, oh, if I know you've been in my car, you dirty something up, and I know I'm going to pick you up in a few days, yeah, I'm going to keep it there to make sure you know to get this out of my car, that this is what you do. It ain't my son. It ain't me. It's you. Sometimes it be other people. Y'all got to pay attention. Like, love on y'all people who... Who might be depressed, you feel me? Like, I don't remember that. Like, I really, at times, like, guys, like, I remember when I would be really depressed, like, my house would just be looking crazy. I'd be like, man, this shit look crazy. And I just get up and start cleaning and I, and I start dealing with my highs and my lows. And I keep telling myself, like, it's okay to be depressed, but it's not okay to stay here. I always am a person, acknowledge where you are at so that way you can move forward. If you depress the knowledge, and I'm depressed, bro. But then give yourself a set time to get up. Get up. Don't stay there. 
just acknowledge that you're there and say, I'm getting better. I'm healing this depression. Keep speaking that to yourself every day till you believe it in your heart and your soul. And you feel it mentally. It'll click. I promise you. That's one thing they don't say. But baby, I know that works for a fact. And I ain't going to lie to nobody about anything about my healing. I'm a, I'm a real, honest, truthful person. And I do not care about who feels some type of way, how you feel about it. That ain't got nothing to do with me at all. I got to say that, people, like, for real. It ain't got nothing to do with me. But I, I do want to say, guys, make sure you take your time out to really love on your friends and family members and just associates. Like, some, you might see somebody out. Like, I always tell people, like, you don't never know what this person is going through and why they're in the situation they're in. And sometimes it's a mental battle. Sometimes the mental battle wins. Sometimes it don't. But make sure you speak to your friends to get them out of the situation they in or speak to a stranger and be like, you're coming out. I'm coming out. I, I, I want the world to know. <laughs> but guys, like, this is just a mental health check. Love is not a light switch. It would never be a light switch. If I said I love you one time, I really meant that I loved you. It can only get brighter. It can never get smaller. Okay? But this is the Pretty Red ENT Show. And it's your girl, Goddess Nikita, a.k.a. Pretty Red ENT. I'm checking out today. All right? 